Reading Numbers, June of 2019, 17th chapter. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Eleazar, son of Aharon the priest, that he may set aside the pans from the burned remains and the fire coals scatter yonder, for they have become holy. As for the pans of those who sinned at the cost of their lives, make of them beaten plates overlaid for the slaughter site. For they were brought near before the presence of Yahweh and have become holy. Let them be a sign for the children of Israel. So Eleazar the priest took the bronze plans that the burned men had brought near, and he beat them as overlay for the slaughter site, a reminder for the children of Israel in order that no outside man might come near who is not of the seed of Aharon to turn smoking incense into smoke before the presence of Yahweh, and so that he not become like Korah and like his community, as Yahweh spoke through the hand of Moshe to him. But all the children of Israel grumbled on the morrow against Moshe and against Aharon, saying, It is you who caused the death of Yahweh's people. Now it was when the community assembled against Moshe and against Aharon that they turned toward the tent of appointment, and here the cloud had covered it, and the glory of Yahweh could be seen. Then Moshe and Aharon came to the front of the tent of appointment, and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Move aside from the midst of this community, that I may finish them off in an instant. They flung themselves on their faces, and Moshe said to Aharon, Take your pan, and place upon it fire from the slaughter site, putting smoking incense there. Go quickly to the community, and effect appeasement for them. For the fury is still going out from the presence of Yahweh. The plague has begun. And Aharon took it, as Moshe had spoken, and he ran to the midst of the assembly, and here the plague had begun among the people. So he put the smoking incense in it, and effected appeasement for the people. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was held back. Now those that died in the plague were 14,700, aside from those that had died in the matter of Korah. Aharon turned to Moshe to the entrance of the tent of appointment since the plague was held back. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel. Take from them a staff, a staff each per father's house, from all their leaders for their father's house, twelve staffs, each man, his name you are to write upon the staffs. And the name of Aharon you are to write upon the staff of Levi, indeed one staff for each head of their father's house. You are to put them in the tent of appointment before the testimony, where I appoint meeting with you. Now it shall be, the man whom I choose, 
his staff will sprout. Thus will I still from upon me the grumblings of the children of Israel that they set grumbling against you both. Moshe spoke to the children of Israel, and they gave him all the leaders, a staff per each one leader, a staff per each one leader for their father's house, twelve staffs with the staff of Aharon in the midst of their staffs. Moshe laid out the staffs before the presence of Yahweh in the test of tent of testimony. Now it was on the morrow when Moshe entered the tent of the testimony. Here it had sprouted the staff of Aharon of the house of Levi. It had put forth a sprouting flower. It had blossomed a blossom. It had ripened almonds. Moshe brought out all the staffs from before the presence of Yahweh to all the children of Israel. They saw them, and each man took his staff. Yahweh said to Moshe, Return the staff of Aharon before the testimony to be safeguarded as a sign for the rebellious folk, that their grumblings may be finished from me, so that they do not die. Moshe did it. According to all that Yahweh commanded him, so he did. But the children of Israel said to Moshe, saying, Here we expire, we perish, all of us perish. Anyone who comes near, comes near at all to the dwelling of Yahweh will die. Where will be the end to our expiring? So ends chapter 17. The rebellious folks not getting it yet. Numbers chapter 17. The ground's still shaking, the people terrified, the boundaries of holy order have been disrupted. The tale is told of a staff from each ancestral house brought to the tent of covenant. And Levi's staff, with Aaron's name on it, sprouts with leaves, figs, and almonds, endorsing Aaron and Aaronic legitimacy. Competing rebellious claims are divinely suppressed for good, eh? So why are we still talking about it? Today's chapter is short. Mostly, that's a historic accident. The first edition did not come in these chapters. The Septuagint, the Greek Bible, stretched chapter 16 from 35 Bibles, uh, verses in the Hebrew tradition to 50 verses. And for more than a millennium, Bemidbar is read in weekly synagogue readings, in which this is just the middle of the Korak reading, which includes both chapter 16 before this and 18 after this. Anthropologically, this is simply a reinforcement with religious symbols of the ascendancy of the Aaronic priesthood. In the eras of Solomon's temple, through the divided kingdoms, through the Assyrian and Babylonian conquests in exile and diaspora, the start of the second temple, under the Persians and the Greeks, before the raising by the Romans in 70 common era, the staffs would have had varied meaning over time. Midrash Rabbah 
records that some say that the staff had always been in the hand of Judah, others that it had been in the hand of Moses. Others again say that Moses took one beam, cut it into twelve pieces, lest anybody claim that Aaron's wood was fresh. It claims that this same staff was held in the hand of every king until the temple was destroyed, and then it was divinely hidden away, destined to be held in the hand of the King Messiah when he comes. Why almonds? And bore ripe Wyagmol almonds, Shechedim. Wyagmol Shechedim implies that he requited Gamal, all those who had been watchful, Shochad, to the harm the tribe of Levi. Why not pomegranates and nuts? Because Israel was compared with them in Song of Songs 4.13 and 6.11. Why blossoms? The word says, links us to Exodus 28.36 and the ineffable name of God on the frontlet of the forehead of Aaron. This story of the failed rebellion of the Korahites, the miraculous sign affirming Aaron, is a warning in every age from the Orthodox in charge to the heretics, the rebels. Yet, we only need to sign when there is an alternate claim, which there always is. Should the people fear God and revere the priests willing to get up close and personal with the holy things? It won't do to stop here in the middle of Korah. Come back tomorrow.